So hi, welcome to Good Noise Podcast. We're here with Get Tough. We're going to ask them some questions today. I'm going to start. What inspired you to start the project, and what does the project name mean? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I was <laughs> sorry. I like it's that's like the standard question, right? Yeah. I don't know why I was like, what, like, what? But uh, <laughs> uh, I guess I was inspired to start the project mostly just by my like very deep and visceral love for like pop music like i've been a huge fan of like taylor swift and lord for as long as i can remember um and it was like i don't know being able to you know make music while i was like on the road Mm -hmm. like being able to do something with like fake instruments was like a lot easier for like demoing which was a thing i used to do when i would like you know write leads or whatever and then like change them to, to guitar but instead you know, just leaving them with those fake like synths, uh, kind of fun. So I just kind of kept going with it. Uh, the name itself, um, it's, it's kind of like, uh, I'm like poking fun at myself on that because I am like an extremely sensitive person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always kind of said that it's like the antithesis of itself okay. where like with like the cheeky spelling or whatever, you know, uh, because like, you know, there's strength in being like very sensitive and being like open about that, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I think that's it. Okay. Well, that <laughs> Is that a good nice. enough answer? Yeah. <laughs> that was great. That was great. Uh, so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process? Um see that that's always a fun one because I I typically write um to like process emotion, you know? Which I mean is like pretty standard for a lot of people. Um but a lot of times, like, I'm just sitting here at this desk uh, <laughs> and just, like, kind of messing around with chords and stuff. And a lot of my writing actually is just kind of like a stream of consciousness um, where, you know, I'll latch on to, like, a phrase um, or, like, whatever I'm thinking about. Or I'll, you know, look at something that I'd written, like, weeks prior or something and grab something and just kind of run with it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's more about, like, building building like the fun catchy like pop melody around like something that feels very personal at the same time you know it's kind of fun to like flip the script on that and like it be like a fun like dance track but it's still like supposed to make you cry too yeah yeah (laughs) that's my favorite type of music (laughs) me too (laughs) it's wonderful yeah um so congrats on your two singles how do you feel about the response to those good uh to be honest um with the second one that i didn't really like promote it very much Mm -hmm. um you know in light of everything happening in the world and the whole world ending basically (laughs) um and it's like i i kind of felt it wasn't my place to like take away especially as like i and my community have been like putting work in for the movement um but still, I, like, had the song, so I was like, I'm going to drop this so that maybe I can, like, raise some funds for um, different, like, mutual aids and bail funds that I'd been donating to. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the first single, Ragdoll, had a, a way better response than I could have expected, um, which was, like, I don't know. I was I was very excited because I was very scared to, like, put that song out because it's, like, this is a song that almost breaches, like, five minutes long, and mm-hmm. it's, like, very, like, emotionally heavy And, like, putting that out as, like, a first single can be, like, very daunting. Um, But people were, like, very supportive. And, like, 
I don't know. I, I was like very pleasantly surprised. I didn't like really expect anybody yeah. to give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Sick. They were both very good. Yeah. Um, you. My favorite is uh, Misery. That one. Oh, I thank really you. Like. Yeah, that one's super <laughs> sick. And as per usual, Glory and I are on opposite sides. I prefer Ragdoll. <laughs> um, I don't yeah. know. It, it gives me like Haley William vibes, like Simmer. I don't know if you've heard that track. Yes. That's, oh. what, that's what I get. I don't know if y'all follow my Twitter, but all of my five by fives for the last few weeks have had battles for armor on it. So it's Taste. really funny that you actually mentioned Simmer too, because I remember when that song dropped, I I like already have this whole record that I'm doing, like, you know, demoed out, whatever. But I already had Ragdoll like done mm -hmm. when that <laughs> when that song dropped. And I was like, wow, this kind of sounds like the stuff that I've been writing. That's kind of a bummer. Like Haley Williams gonna like put out this record that's like a way cooler version of the thing that I'm doing like that's kind of fucked up and then I realized I was like oh I'm a huge Paramore fan and Haley is Haley fucking Williams uh -huh. so maybe it makes sense that like my growth as an artist kind of would mirror like hers you know because yeah, I've been like inspired by her writing for so long mm -hmm. and she's been like you know growing alongside and it was just kind of funny when I was like, "Oh, this is like, we're like meeting in the like meeting yeah. in the middle of the yeah. same same place." And I think it's really funny that you had it already written, and then she dropped yeah. something that sounded similar to it. Yeah. So it's like same yeah. wavelength there. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I honestly felt that felt like really good to me. I was like, "Oh, this like, am I like on the same trajectory <laughs> then? Like writing wise, am I gonna yeah. like? I don't know." Who's to say? Drop pedals from her, too. can't all be Haley Williams. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if I could, I would. Yeah. Haley <laughs> Williams and Get Tough collab? Oh, my God. <laughs> don't even. Imagine. That would be, like, that would be unreasonable. <laughs> so cool. I, would, so, I don't even know what I would do. I would just, I like, mean, lose my shit. Point. But, like, in a cool way. Yeah. Yo, in a very cool way. But I feel exactly. like I'd just, like, choke. Like, oh. like okay, like, Arby, time to record your stuff. And I'm like... No, you you got it. It's I can't, fine. I can't. Can you just record the entire thing for me? <laughs> just give me writing credits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, where was your headspace while writing those singles? Um. Uh, as usual, pretty chaotic. Um, Ragdoll specifically was really interesting because I like wrote and like fully demoed that song in like one day. And oh, in like wow. six hours. Um, wow. Yeah, I had I had like a really early morning drive um, to like drop off my partner somewhere. And I like came home and I hadn't really gotten a lot of sleep. And we were like, while we were on the drive, I said something about like frigid north. This was back in like January. Um, and I was like, that's kind of a cool, like uh, saucy phrase. I like that. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of ran with it. Um, and then ended up, you know, as I like kind of internalized what like that phrase meant to me, it like gave me a lot of, uh, like, you know, thoughts about like a previous, like abusive relationship that I had been in, mm -hmm. um, and how, you know, like certain places always like remind you of people, yeah. mm -hmm. um, and something about like, you know, rural Michigan really <laughs> reminds me of that person. Mm -hmm. Uh, which is where I was. So I was, yeah, I just kind of like let it all fall out, which was like very healing. It, it was interesting to 
finally feel like removed from that situation by kind of all like putting it all into that song. And I never really thought that I'd like put it out and I definitely didn't think it would be a single. Um, and then as I started to like play more, everybody was just like, that song is like, that's like the one you gotta like drop that as a single. Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh, but that's, that's scary though. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but it was just very strange how it kind of all just like fell out of me. And I think that's like my favorite way to write, like, you know, being a person who like kind of falls on like the stream of consciousness, like improv, um, being able to just like get something like done and like fully written in the span of like half a day is like really affirming for that sort of process. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but Misery was an interesting one. Uh, I was thinking about, <laughs> I was thinking about the Taylor Swift song, um, I Forgot That You Existed. Um, and I really liked the like rhythmic um, piano line in that. And I was like, that's really cool. And another way that I, I like to write is if I'm listening to a song and I like one little piece of it, I'm like, I'm gonna rip that off like a little bit. Just not like little. not like steal it, but like steal like the concept of what it's doing. And you know, yeah. Yeah. so I was like, oh, like a rhythmic, uh, rhythmic piano line, that's cool. So I put it on like, uh, it was like a low like marimba synth and I was just kind of like fucking around with it. Uh, and I loved the idea of it just like starting and just like being in it and being kind of like a, a jazzy kind of um, like a cabaret style thing. Um, and then it kind of just grew into this monster of like, like suicidal ideation. And I latched onto the idea of like, uh, as long as it makes you dance. And that's like, it's kind of uh, a lot of what I've been trying to do with this project in the first place, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, I, I want the songs to be fun and I want like people to be able to like shake their asses to it. Right. Yeah. But mm -hmm. at the same time, like I do have something I want to say and I do have things that I need to like process on my own. Um, and I just remember like, I was just like kind of singing, trying to figure out like the lyrics for the chorus. Um, and like parading my misery was like a, a whole thing that I was like, this is great. This is like me being like melodramatic, like all the time, which I acknowledge, you know, it's like, I, I've acknowledged that about myself. And, uh, I think putting it into writing is way easier than like laying it in, on your friends, yeah. like, mm -hmm. um, you know, and I got to the end of it and I said the, like, as long as it makes you dance and I just busted out laughing and like I'm on the demo, like, I'm just like cracking up. I was like, this is, this is like exactly what i am like trying to say here mm -hmm. and it like mm -hmm. that was another one it just like came together pretty much all in one day yeah. and then i like added the bridge and like the the like key change part at the end like a few days later but i was so excited about that chorus i was like this is like a banger like this is like a yeah. club jam yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 um wow wait so um, you said that it took you only six, roughly six hours to write the first single. Is that just how most of your songs flow, or was that just a one-off? Every now and again, because um, mm -hmm. I very intentionally try, like, try to write, you know, try to, like, exercise the creative muscle so that you don't, like, um, you know, so you don't lose the practice of it, right? Yeah. And so not every song is, like, going to be like that, and it doesn't always happen, but... Uh, the way that pretty much all of the songs that, you know, made it to the record, uh, 
are ones that I wrote in like one day, which is like very wow. strange. It usually like, you know, if I'm in like a fit of emotion, I'm just like, I gotta sit down. I gotta like get this out right now. And usually if I like, if you ride that wave uh, until it's like eventual end, I find that like, I always end up with a better product. Yeah. Like, not that like music is like a commodity or whatever, but mm-hmm. I end up with like a, something that I enjoy a lot more when I, it's like concisely in the same headspace that I've been in mm-hmm. um, while just like, you know, writing it. Uh, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, so you spoke about having an album pretty much demoed out. Is there anything you could tell us about that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm i not team like, you know, tease the album or whatever <laughs> like that. You know, I don't really, <laughs> really care about all of that, like, industry bullshit um (laughs) but yeah no i'm i'm putting out a record uh at some point i've been being in quarantine has actually been nice because i've been able to get a lot of recording done Mm -hmm. um hoping to get it out maybe by the end of the year but that may or may not happen it really just relies on me and i don't know as you know self-producing and doing it all like at home uh I am very particular about like, oh, I got to make sure I'm having like a good vocal day to do this or whatever, you know. So sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes, you know, my house doesn't have AC. So sometimes it's just way too hot for me to want to sing. Yeah. But yeah, putting on a record, it's called Insignia Sand in Hell. Uh, Yeah. It's it's like 10 tracks. Exciting. That's a really cool name. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Funny enough, it was like, I came up with the band name and the album name in the same day. Uh, I was like on tour. Is this is that two summers ago? No, oh it was last God. summer. Okay. Oh. I <laughs> life is really weird. Uh, <laughs> last summer I was on tour and uh, with a band called Caving, and I was like driving and we were just like talking about like you know cool names for things or whatever. And I was like, oh, I've always wanted to like call something like Get Tough. And at the time, this project was called Sleep School, which was like a stupid thing that I just like, I was like, I need to put stuff on Bandcamp. Like, here's a name. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, no, this actually, I think works for it. And then In Sickness and in Hell popped in my head. And I was just like, that is like, I don't know, I love kind of like flipping the script on uh, like a cliche, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I think that's really fun. And it like really, I think it really embodies like what the record at its core is about, um, which is, you know, about like recovery and like, you know, trying to do your best even in like your darkest moments. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. So we've already spoken about Haley Williams and Taylor Swift, but <laughs> other than that, do you think you can hear any artists' influences in your music? If any. That is, yeah, that is, um, that is a difficult question. Um, because I feel like a lot of people have trouble, um, like knowing what they sound like. Right. Mm, Yeah. Uh, I like know who I'm inspired by and it's like, you know, Haley Williams, even though she wasn't like, like her music wasn't an inspiration for, uh, these songs themselves. Like she has grown to be an inspiration for like my further writing, um, which is fun. And I, I definitely like hear that, which is like kind of funny. Um, and definitely like, I don't like Lord and uh, Poppy, who I love. Mm-hmm. I definitely tried to like, like Poppy does that kind of like glitchy thing. Mm-hmm. And I like, I really love like that doing like vocal chops and like making things like a little bit creepy, like a little bit nightmarish. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think 
Yeah. Someone else uh, told me that the beat on Ragdoll sounds like a Drake song, which I was like, what are you even talking about? <laughs> I didn't, I couldn't hear that, but. Yeah, I couldn't hear it either. One. And also that's like, that guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, I'm, I mean, okay. Glory's like, Glory's trying to keep it back. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm no, trying. no, no, no. Drake is an oh, artist. No. Great. Drake is a person. Okay. Yeah. 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 I okay. agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Or Purity Ring, I think, is the one too that I've heard from a lot of people, and that's cool. another band that I love. So I, I, I enjoy that comparison. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so where do you see the project in the next five years? Um. Well, if I'm being honest, I see the world on fire in like mm. two. Okay. So, Good point. Um, okay. Awesome. <laughs> So, so I don't know. Uh, I think aspirationally speaking, it would be fun to, you know, have this current record I'm doing out and maybe another one or maybe another one. Yeah. <laughs> I have wow. a lot of songs, you know, like I don't really. Uh, and, and yeah, it, it's hard to talk about the future because it's like, um, especially at this time where everything feels so stagnant and I don't really know like what the future of like music especially as like um a touring musician i don't know what that looks like mm -hmm. now um but you know aspirationally i think i would like to put out some records and go on tour uh yeah really just like play shows and like grow um i'd like to you know kind of like fall into like the the identity of the project you know kind of yeah, have like yeah. a character that's like um that's kind of the, i think the fun part of being a pop star you know <laughs> like yeah. uh yeah so i think i think that's really it i just want to grow and like keep writing songs and having fun yeah makes sense <laughs> awesome so for the last couple questions we're gonna go away from music and go straight to death row boom so if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? The drink? With a drink. Okay. Um, my last meal. God, that that is a big question. Because yeah. I love food. Uh -huh. um, Food's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it would either be like a really good, like, bowl of ramen with like Ooh. a soft boiled egg in it mm -hmm. um or like a smothered burrito okay Ooh. i think either of those would be like a good last meal All right. mm -hmm. um and for a drink mm. <laughs> my this is terrible my brain says baja blast and tequila <laughs> oh my god wait is that a thing <laughs> uh oh i mean anything's a thing if you mix oh them together you got point. a point yeah <laughs> and it's delicious i will yeah. clarify that. <laughs> uh so if you could live in one fictional world for a week where would you live fictional world hmm does actually living on my animal crossing island count yes yeah okay that's what i'd do okay animal crossing yeah it's so pleasant yeah. It is so pleasant, and all of my villagers are so nice to me. Aww. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that sounds wonderful. Awesome. So, I have the honor of asking the last question, and everybody we've spoken to has said it's the most important question. 
What is your favorite color? Orange. Orange? Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. Do you have like a specific shade? Do you have like dark orange? Maybe like an actual like orange is in the fruit orange. Maybe like a pastel type. One second. Okay. Oh, we're getting, we're getting a demonstration here. Ooh. Mm. Peach orange, like Ooh. these shorts. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh my God, that's I have like five things that are that exact shade of orange, and it's my favorite. All right. That's wonderful. See it. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so as Glory said, that's all the questions we have for you today. Is there anything oh. you'd like to plug? Um. Uh, I'm here. Listen to the this, this stuff on Spotify. There's going to be another single out probably here in a couple weeks. Um, I'm very disorganized when it comes to these things. So follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. Both get tough, stay tough. Uh, and that's where that's where I'll actually tell you if anything's <laughs> happening. Right now, I'm just kicking it. Solid. Right. Um, so thank you for sitting down with us. Uh, this has been yeah, Get Tough. Yeah, thank you for having me. And uh, we're the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>